Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalie McNally. This week is episode five, where we're discussing how challenging the misconceptions of the healing journey can open us up to its full potential. So enjoy. So welcome to all of our listeners. We are very happy to have you here again this week. And welcome also to my co-creator, Sibylla Bibi Dalman. I'm looking forward to having this juicy discussion with you. And I thought, we both thought it might be nice just to dive right in to it and maybe discuss what we think is sort of the main or bigger misconceptions that flow through the healing journey that we've experienced or we've seen maybe in our work that others have experienced. So Bibi... Mm. You're welcome as always, always good to chat to you um, and I'd love, love to hear, love to hear what you have to say around it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's, there's really so much to say, um, but I'm trying to keep it somewhat concise. Um, I just think when we, one of the biggest misconceptions, but particularly around, I find students that engage with the healing journey early stages, um, the biggest or the earliest misconception is often the one that we're broken, you know, and we need fixing. And um, this can be just, you know, it can be just a stumbling block even getting started because the acknowledgement of, you know, I'm broken, you know, I don't, I don't work. It has such a ripple effect in, in, and how we think of not just ourselves, but everything we've ever created in life, you know, if it plays right into the, well, if I'm, if I'm broken, I'm probably also not worthy. Right. So you, you have that connection right away and um from a more i suppose um wider context when we go into this i'm i'm, I'm broken i need fixing um right away it plays into this this sense of the ego and the ego wanting to survive you you know wanting to to you know survive in this world and you know you can't possibly be broken so we we bottle down as well a lot so really the way the way i look at at the healing journey or you know that idea is really that we're not broken it's really an unfolding into into more of ourselves and that idea of you know that that we're broken also kind of indicates and like oh my god jesus why didn't i you know notice that earlier on you know it goes into so many directions um and it's something that that uh, it's I, I don't know how you feel about it, but it's something that we almost need to for a moment navigate, you know, when we are going the healing journey, we almost have this is like a rite of passage of going through this It's like, oh, my God, you know, what's broken. And then usually when I teach yoga, it comes often from the physical side, you know, my hamstrings are just so tight or I'm just not strong enough or, you know, and so right away we focus in that which isn't working, but it doesn't give us the full picture, right? Because so many things are working um but yeah i don't i don't know how, how, how you feel about it but for me it's it, it is most certainly a rite of passage but we maybe just want to spend as little time as possible in that phase of you know what's not working and i'm broken there like, yeah i would see a, see that a lot um teaching and I'll, I'll never forget one woman came to learn reiki like and um she was 
just chatting, we were sharing, we were practicing, we were doing everything and all there. Like, and whatever, like I was just talking and I said something like, you know, we're, we're not broke, we don't need fixing. Like, I go, we're not machines. Like, and um, she's like, no, no, but like, you know, I'm broke. And I'm like, you're not. I go, like, I go, we're never inherently, inherently broke. I go, we have things that maybe don't work for us, our ways of being, our way of thinking. We've interacted with the world. I go, but. I go, they've all served a purpose. They've all got us where we are. They all did work at some stage, but maybe don't work now. Like, and um, she was like, but like, she goes, I would always think that I'm broke, you know, like, and I need to put back together. And I was like, no, I go, imagine, I go, you see yourself asked like that, that diamond that is already there, but you've kind of just hidden it in the corner of the room with all the dirty laundry on top of it. I go, and now we're just sort of going, oh, I haven't lifted that laundry in a long time. Let's start poking at it and pulling some of it away. But I'll never forget, she emailed me afterwards, like, and when we did meetups and all there, like, she said, like, that there for her was, she goes, if all I got from the whole weekend was that, she goes, that shifted her whole perspective on her healing journey, like, was that she was returning to herself. She already had everything within her, but there's certain parts not activated or not awakened, or we don't believe they're there until we find those resources like but i just think it's such it's in a sense i see it as such a toxic thing that we we somehow come to or are taught or believe that there you know like and it kind of it really frustrates me but it's always one of the things i i teach like because i'm like oh my god like we enter this you know healing journey thinking we have to fix ourselves you know like rather than looking at it going like there's parts of me that just haven't been upgraded like so I'm just like a computer that hasn't you know I've tried to not install the newest updates on my iPhone or my computer but we all know they get slower so we're just neat we're upgrading or updating ourselves or we're learning new things like but it's also like a way we talk to ourselves but we wouldn't chat that way to anybody else like do you know like which is which is it's a stick that we beat ourselves with like and when I say we, I mean we, because we all we all do it somewhere along our journey. Like, and I think it's just that it's, it's just, it's, but it's so beautiful then when we come to remember that it's a journey of returning to ourselves and to wholeness. So if we, I think if we, it's kind of like going on healing in general. If you didn't know it beforehand, the remembering of it then is this, <gasps> you know, this real big. You know, hear the song in the background sort of job like you know it's like duh, 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 and you're like oh my god I am whole I am complete but I'm learning more <laughs> yeah I think it's um learning more is really to me there is it's just the word that stood out as well it's you know learning to drive like we're embodying this vehicle and we're learning to drive this vehicle and one of the ways I always refer to the healing journey as well when people are, you know it's really my rotator cuff and you know my tricep and my bicep and this and this and I've learned that you know they're firing in the wrong way and and all of this is in that moment also very true you know um <clears throat> and it may need addressing but what I'm but I would always like remind um people of is that they got this far in life with it so so what if that's the handbrake you've been pulling your entire life you know but he got this far so just imagine when you release the handbrake it's it's something as simple as that you know you just release the extra weight that you've been carrying carrying along with you for a very good reason possibly for a very long time you know um but yeah it's i suppose it is it is a very natural entryway into it though as well because purely from a physical neurological level we're wired our nervous system is wired to pick up that which is you know um could be the threat to our survival 
you know, what was a long time ago, the weather situation or like lions out now has come into into emails. But it's really our nervous system is biased, biased toward to seeing that which seems out of pattern. That's what I would really say. And then really the healing journey for me is so much coming back into our own patterning, coming into our natural movement patterning, for example, you know. Um, and it's, so it's a returning, you said as well, it's a returning home, returning home, but into a more fuller version of ourselves. Um, but yeah, ultimately, it's, it's really just understanding that your nervous system on a very practical level will draw you to the things. And then the narration quickly around is, is this is broken and it needs fixing, you know. And so it's it's both. It's, it's noticing that your nervous system has a bias and possibly makes certain things louder that don't seem to fit the rest of the shape, the rest of the construction, the rest of the, you know, if you think of tent poles holding up the fabric of life, something is not, you know, pulling there in that way. But after all, I think it's also really important to recognize that the tent is still up, you're still living, you know. So it's really unpacking and and accessing more of yourself that you may have forgotten was actually there. Yeah, that's it exactly. Like, that way, like, so it's integrating all the parts of ourselves like with as much compassion as possible like that would because it's kind of like if it's like it's our natural instinct like you know when people go oh i'm going to help somebody out there it's like to try and fix them you know it's i want i want to fix it like do you know like so it's a natural part of it like whereas we're all sort of relearning how to just hold space like mm. well the moment when you when you label something needs to be fixed you right away want to eradicate it, right? So you want to pull it out. So you're not really are present with what is. So we're sort of skipping that step. And in that way, we're skipping, you know, the potential of information that we could gather from that situation or from that physical movement pattern, you know, um, and also developing a greater understanding for ourselves to go like, oh, 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 this actually served a function at some point. Mm. It's kind of like an energy work and all there. So like, just release it, just pull it out, just suck it out of me. Like, you know, just cut, get rid of it now. Like, and you're like, some things will move that way, but the majority will want to get to know you first. <laughs> you know, like, and you'll want to get to know that so you can take what you need from it as well. Like, yeah, so it's that part where we go, let's go and fix it, take out a part in the car that doesn't work and we put it in a new one. We look at ourselves going, just take out that part of me that doesn't work for me. Or else it's like, but it, it does and it probably will stall in some other way, maybe in a different, when you flip it, it brings a different potential into it. But I go, if we just pull it out and remove it, you've not learnt what what it was doing in there, what you got from it being in there. But also you haven't maybe learnt what to place in there instead, in a sense. Do you know, like... Completely. And I think that that's, 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 uh, that's where we want to go in our in our asana practice in our yoga practice you know we come oh I just need like my hamstrings are just so tight I'm like yeah but your hamstrings in a way the way they are at the moment in connection with the rest of the movement pattern have together created a certain sense of stability so if we just hammer on those hamstrings and pull them out but don't give it time to integrate for the rest of the system to also adjust to, to that um, the whole system will actually be weakened in that way so instead of again it's not about an isolation right it's not just take the hamstrings or take a certain way of, of, of being or a certain way of thinking or that's the thought I can't have anymore you know and I need to fix that way of thinking is like understand the function and how it has created certain sense of stability 
and even a perceived sense of safety for us. And so inherently, then we begin to understand and relate to that aspect of ourselves totally different. And as a result of the the adjustment we may want to take might be completely different than the initial thought we had when we came in with this idea of this needs fixing, the hamstrings need to be pulled longer, you know. All of a sudden we realize, oh, wow, if I start to stabilize through my feet in a different way, if I learn to stabilize through my pelvis in a different way, you know, if I can engage the front lines of my body in a different way, it's like, oh, you may even find that your hamstrings naturally start to release a little bit, you know, um, um, or even understanding, I'm just keep coming back to the hamstrings because it's just such a pragmatic, simple, straightforward sort of idea. We can touch it. We can, we sort of understand it in that way, but also understanding that oftentimes what displays itself is really only a result of the previous circumstances. So if we sit for a lot of hours in a the day, there will be a tendency that our hamstrings are slightly shortened and our hip flexors tend to be slightly shortened, just a matter of fact of, you know, spending more hours in this position. Um, and so really it is a situation where our body on a physical level has adapted to its environment. And again, that in itself is such a natural, healthy function. We're built to adapt to our environment. So then to come in with the attitude of trying to fix it and pull it out, we are undermining our own sense of power, actually. You know, we're we're not seeing the the magic that within our system that we hold to adapt to different uh, environments. So instead of just pulling there, it's like, okay, can I develop? Can I get a standing desk, or can I bring in movement at different parts of the day? And you know, go at the root cause, and then notice how that which I thought needed fixing is actually a beautiful expression of a, you know, adapting to the environment that we're in physically, mentally, emotionally, and so and so on. Um, so again, that might just give a different um, idea on, on that whole concept of, you know, I'm broken, I need fixing. Yeah, which leads into sort of the another one, which is where we place the power outside of ourselves. So kind of like that releasing somebody else has to do that. I need someone else to do that there. And they're the only one who can do that there. And we place our healing journey in somebody else's hands and it's not about not obviously using all the facilitators and holding those spaces we we all provide that's what i work as we all provide a very beautiful and valuable space but the whole idea is to empower the person that they they know what their body needs they if they allow themselves to really listen to their body their their intuition their inner knowing their deeper parts of themselves and all like they all know what they need and they know what sort of structures place around those things that need releasing and maybe they don't know that all things sort of have their own timeline and releasing as well sometimes at the end of the day no matter how much we might want to just hook it out it ain't it's like something that's just got deep roots it ain't moving that day that way like it's got it's going yeah yeah you need to work around all the soil and all the little stones before i even budge that way put that idea that we can place our power into outside of ourselves rather than realizing that it's a a co-creation in a sense like that the person is holding that space for us but it's up to us at the end of the day to 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 do the work to integrate the work and it's not just healing isn't just happening in a session it's happening outside all the time and what we're doing with it then as well like yeah i think um right away that placing the power outside of ourselves um it it's such a it's such a difficult dangerous 
game to play in a way because yeah the session then really ends when you step out of the room and it, it starts to develop into this dependency relationship you know and the way I, I like to think about all the people I'm working with my teachers in that way or mentors I think of them as guides you know they may have more experience in a certain field they may have more experience everything in, in, in life due to their age their wisdom their integration you know their exposure to certain situations and this was um, you know i'm drawn from a wide field of, of teachers and mentors and and i deeply deeply respect them and their wisdom but the one thing i think that's important to remember is you're the only one that lives in your life and you're the only one that's in your body so you're the one that has these first-hand experiences and um and you know it's this even with our teachers and our mentors, our guides, our healers, it is a co-creation with them as well, as much as a co-creation with the life. Um, and, and to find the, the courage to also maybe speak up and to ask and clarify if something doesn't sit, you know, right within you. Um, but I think culturally, all of us are, are learning to grow out of that environment. You know, even, you know, I teach yoga, even in the yoga tradition, very much the setup of there's a teacher at the front and there is everyone else sitting in the room. And so purely the way the room structurally often is, is organized, sometimes out of practicality reasons as well, um, out of safety reasons, there's a good overview of everybody, you know, um, sometimes because when you have the linear setup, people can, you know, see what the other people are doing. You're all sort of in sync in one way. There are benefits to it but inherently with even within that tradition that I love so much and that I teach in as well uh, and I'm oftentimes sitting as well at the top of the room but there is really in the structure of that already this invitation to well the teacher knows best the teacher knows everybody and I think it's so so important to 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 remember and it's it, you know what I think this is a this is a difficult one to to sort of navigate right because our, sometimes our patterns can lead us to preferences and we need teachers to go well no this is not actually what you need this is just what you want you know and so it really depends on the quality of or the relationship you have with your teachers really that trust that they they have your utmost highest expression in mind and they see your potential and so when they are you know honest and sometimes really honest and so honest that it goes under your skin at times a little bit and you feel yourself pushing back and projecting knowing that um then you can refer back but then the work still starts to integrate what am i doing about it what you know how can can i integrate that um but yeah i think a lot has has to do with the structure how we used to set up situations in school you know we're, we're in a way collectively learned this is where you know you go in you blend in with the masses and you shut up and you believe what everybody else you know that seems to be deemed the expert is saying to be true so it's a slow unweaving you know i think we got to be kind to ourselves as well it's new terrain for all of us to you know step into our own power in that way to remember our own power as well and the importance of that mm. well, it's, it's easier to look to somebody else because we think that they'll have the right answer and we all know there, there is no right answer or they have the map you know like a person's bound they're bound to have the 10-step plan to get out of this here like they must know like because they they're living such a good life they must have the 10-step plan but they have theirs and it's not for everybody so we have to sort of find our own like that way like, and to sort of it's like we sometimes think that the healing is being done on us do you know you know from that point as well like you know as well as somebody taking something out and removing but we think it's being done us rather than our body knows how to heal every part of us knows naturally instinctively how to heal 
and that space is being held for it like and the facilitator holds it holds such an important role to allow the questions or the space or the opening the reflection the mirroring back the placing the power back in the person so they can really go deeper with it and have a maybe a different perspective around something so then when they leave they have something maybe to mull over or little bits to integrate or whatever it might be like but it's kind of like just because I say in certifications or with Reiki I go we don't learn Reiki in three weekends like in three courses I go we love it every like we learn it every day then our life afterwards it starts after or and the ceremonies I've been to I remember years ago the, the person I absolutely adored was like you know and now you've done xyz and the real work starts tomorrow when you all leave and I'm like yeah that's it and that's it in every healing thing because it can feel so good in the space where you're on that high but then it's like okay so now how do I bring it out in, into my world and into my life like yeah 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 and I think that's where I think in in, in a physical setting like of, a, of a yoga experience uh, just to remind students I think it's just such a powerful thing to to remind ourselves that you know it, as a student in the classroom we did the breathing we did the moving you know the teacher held a space and um, worked as a guide and sequenced the class and kept an eye on you know on us and our safety in that way but ultimately the shift in experience that we feel the difference between when we came into the room and when we lie in shavasana or sit up for meditation at the end that has really been created by ourselves by our own breathing patterns by our own moving you know by our intention setting and um it's really i think that process is it's, it's more so a remembrance you know i think to go in there harshly and 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 judge ourselves from you know when we give my power outside um is also not really helping i think very much just noticing you know i think a lot of the times when we give our power outside is it's in some way a an acknowledgement of you know what maybe i don't have all the information maybe i don't feel supported enough maybe i don't feel strong enough or you know you know in, in yoga a lot of the times like i don't know how to sequence at home you know that's why i'm coming to class that's why you're teaching me um you know, and so I think there we have to give ourselves a little bit of time as well growing into this. And I think that comes with maturity within the within the experience. You know, the more you practice Reiki, the more I see it in astrology as well. The more you, you know, the more you practice, the more you read charts, the more you begin to understand and trust yourself. And it's the same with the physical practice. You know, um, the more often you do it, you go to more workshops, you go to maybe a training and you understand, you know, the components, the anatomy, and it all starts to come together for, for years. So I think it's a process. It's, it's like, to me, it's almost a graduation process, you know, I mean, where you, you come into the practice and then you, you practice more and more into the maturation of coming into yourself. I mean, that that's the idea. Essentially, as a teacher, you always want to uh, make yourself jobless. Like that's the idea to teach to teach your students in a way that you teach them yoga, not just entertain them for a class, but actually teach them the components and the understanding so that progressively the two more classes they're going, they essentially wouldn't need you as a teacher anymore. But then obviously we all grow together and there's always more of an exchange, but it, it is really very much this, I think, um, this transition into into finding your own power and your own choices. And that goes back to to living your own life in the same way, recognizing, you know, when you've made choices, when you stood into your own power, I think through the remembrance of, oh yeah, I was breathing, I was moving in this way, I've made that decision. It's like, oh wow, okay, I have actually choice. And I think it brings you back into this idea of I'm in the driver's seat here. I will need help along the way and I will need guides because I don't know, I need a map and, you know, I need someone that can service my car and, you know, I need someone to, you know, 
help me to get from A to B and sometimes I need a stopover on a road journey, you know, but ultimately the question is, it's it's your own soul journey, right? It's like, where do you take guidance from, you know, on the inside? Why are you here? What you're what you doing? What, what are you doing this all for? You know, it's those deeper questions, I think, that's the transformation into, into that. So it's our own, like, personal experience and our own direct experience, really, that is the best teacher. At, the, at like over time then like and that's where the mastery comes in is the, re, the repetitive nature of all the things that we're doing that way because I think sometimes too like sort of as we we're chatting about sort of the the heal like sort of the misconceptions and all there is that you know if I do this once then that that should be it like you know or if I chatted about this once then maybe maybe that'll be it done or I've done therapy for the last five years should I not be over this already like do you know and all all those parts like where else it's sort of it's like the little the mastery is the repetition of the little things on a daily basis or on a regular basis whether that's learning to question ourselves but it's learning just to be with our mind be with our emotions learn how to interact with all the different parts of ourselves learning to take that space for ourselves learning to be in silence learning to trust our own instincts trust our own inner knowing you know like learning to really just be with ourselves and to know that it's unfolding life is always unfolding what we need to work on is what's in front of us in this minute in time like but like it's like sometimes we use that as another little stick is like you know i should be i should be there now or I should be over this now or if i've, I've done xyz then like i should have you know stamped on myself now go and done game four move on to game five of level yeah. six of life yeah there's almost like a competitiveness in like you know how quickly can i heal myself or i can get somebody else to heal me <laughs> i had somebody say to me this week and i, I love that i love her she's brilliant she's like she's laughing like you know she was joking but i think a little part of her was here she's like but i thought i was enlightened and i'm like i can still see you <laughs> i go if i can see you you're not enlightened i think and she laughed like and she's like oh she's like i thought i was enlightened i go but you're on a different level because you have done healing work on yourself so those patterns are gone i go but more will appear at somewhere along the line i go but enjoy where you're at enjoy this feeling of feeling enlightened but also while realizing holding the part that maybe isn't enlightened <laughs> Yeah, and that, that sort of like plays into another big misconception, right? That idea of uh, growth is linear. Mm. Yeah, it's, I love it. it's love just it. <laughs> um, this idea that, you know, you take those three steps and you do those five things and and, and that and that's it. You know, I think that's why a certain, you know, the 10 step process to fill in the blank is so successful you know it's something that can be marketed very well it plays into that idea of you know that very um patriarchal mindset of um you know of yeah of just of just linear growth and um the difficulty lies in playing between surrendering and the activity engaging in right because it's not hands off the wheel altogether either but the growth is spiralic and it is this idea that you know uh, it's like you know you don't eat an apple once and then you didn't you know go okay for the rest of the day i'm healthy you know you can have an apple and have and chug it down with i don't know three glasses of wine and it you know so it, it's it's really it's really 
the growth is more, I think, is more subtle. And, and that can be difficult at the beginning as well, you know, because the motivation usually is I'm already coming and practicing Reiki, you know, or, you know, I'm meditating every day for, you know, five minutes for the last three months, you know, where is the next step? When am I going to go 10 minutes? And when I go 20 minutes? And there is a certain aspect, I think, where we almost initially need to feed that part of ourselves that wants that, you know, that wants the regularity and that because there's there's inherently also something good in that because our craving for progress can also be just that capacity to lean into something, go into the difficulty, right? So we want to harness that, but we also want to see that, um, I've seen this in, in the yoga practice just so many times, you know, you, you work on something physical and all of a sudden, you know, your breathing changes or you work on some, you know, breath practice and all of a sudden, you know, something in your physical practice changes. You, you know, you practice yoga and all of a sudden you have a different relationship to, to certain people around you. You know, it's growth is not, you work in the physical realm and the, the beauty is just in the physical realm where the healing happens is because all those different layers of ourselves they're connected right the physical body is connected with our emotional body with our psychological body our energy household and and so sometimes you know you may go and and I, uh, i've had that it's like you you go and practice reiki on yourself and you go and your physical practice is completely different but then don't expect that that happens tomorrow again <laughs> oh god yeah <laughs> but also nothing is ever last see that that's the other other aspect i think besides you know not being broken and no effort is ever last we may just not see the effort yes. you know it's how the sea Subtle. caves into or carves out uh, the the cliff you know you, you at any given time you don't you don't see it mm. it's just the sea going against the cliff and the rock looks the same and it's probably going to look the same in a year's time but over time there is this yeah. adjustment that starts to happen that's quite dramatic right and then we all go to the grand canyon and take photos of it and we're like amazed by it but that happens within us as well we just it's just hard to notice Mm. Yeah, so I think sometimes we because it's maybe the parts that are talked about more or we just have this idea of it or this what we think healing is it's like going to be this big explosion this big you know and uh, this big shift in that moment in time and sometimes that can happen but a lot of times a guy would be sort of explaining to people it's, it's subtle energy in itself is subtle that way every part of us is subtle we don't realize parts of ourselves until we actually see them and sometimes we may never see some parts of them at all like so it's, it's very subtle by go but over time all those little muscles all add up and all then make a big difference you know and we can't measure our progress like we can measure progress but we can't measure progress and that's the funny thing about it like because you can measure it but you you can't measure it in like you know in three weeks i should be that's where apparently per the instructions i should be there <laughs> do you know because it's so unique to each person like and i was explaining to somebody recently sort of about the spiral and they're like oh my god that makes perfect sense and then uh, the next week then they're like yeah but i haven't made progress and i was like okay let's go back what 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 exactly does that mean they go well i'm measuring myself every week and if it's not getting better then i'm not making progress and I go, but I go, remember the spiral? They go, yeah, but that doesn't apply to this. They could fit the spiral on one part of life, but they couldn't fit it onto the part that they're working with. Like, because they felt it should go like, you know, if I go to the gym every week, then I should be getting fitter. Like, do you know, and, and sometimes it works like that and sometimes it doesn't. Like, so you can't. And then there's other times where you can step into your shoes and look back and you see the progress. 
and then other times you don't but it's always there happening in the deeper layers like so it is but we're just not seeing the the outside outer sort of the outer the word isn't coming to mind revelation of it that way like we might not have been feeling feeling the inner shift off it but it is happening in the deeper layers like and that's where we the longer we go on the journey the more we trust that there but sometimes it's like anything when you're you know you're in this one maybe a, a couple of years you're kind of going oh, come on show, show me show me <laughs> can i see it please can i please hold it and touch it and you know look at it and go oh god isn't that brilliant i've, I've did that there and sometimes it takes a while before we and sometimes it is immediate, like I can see that very easily in energy work, like straight away. But then there is the integration part, can it stick? Then like, oh, will I revert to the, the old way of being, the old path that is more trodden? Like, So it's kind of like a funny one where you're going, you can, but you can't. And you don't want to because you, you'll beat yourself up about it. But if you really want to, you can, but you don't. <laughs> you know, But I think it's in the longer cycles where you really can, because especially if you're meeting parts that you have worked, you go, you know, we've mentioned this before in podcasts where you go, eh, this is, I thought I had done with this here. This is this part again. Why isn't this done? But that's the real part where we can, if we allow ourselves, instead of going into the story of why am I here again, if we pause, stop and reflect back, we can see the progress then. And then we go, okay, it is different this time. Even though part of me wants to throw the toys out and go, it's the same, but it is different. So that's the beauty is that you see the progress, you know, like, and even I think the longer you just go in to this world, the longer, like sort of into finding yourself or knowing yourself, reclaiming yourself. You're not even finding yourself as they say, you're not a lost note, like, but you know, but when we reclaim more of ourselves that when we can look back five, 10 years, that's when we really see God stuff has changed. And then there's still all parts of me that yeah are looking to be nurtured and held and treated differently, but wow. I thought nothing was different, but everything is different. Yeah, you know, and 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 sometimes it speaks to that 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 idea that that we get what we need, not necessarily what we want. Um, and sometimes what we think we we want is we think it's what we need, and so we work on that level. You know, that you know might work on the physical level, but maybe the reason you know um, why we. Uh, where we relate to our body in a certain way has a totally different different root cause you know and um working on the physical body and you know you may not lose the weight or you might not find a stability right away that you have but all of a sudden you might realize you know in a different area i can hold myself differently in a conversation with someone else but to through my eyes, if I only have the lens on in one area of my life because I want to lose weight or want to get stronger, I actually don't see the progress. I just just because I'm not tuned into into that, um, and so I think that comes back to the integration of um, understanding that we're multi layered, multi dimensional beings, um, where it is impossible to work on one layer in isolation of the rest. And so where we sometimes feel the need to change isn't actually the place where our efforts need to necessarily be directed in. And to me, in a way, I feel almost life redirects that, you know, no matter how bullheaded I am in that one direction, because I'm thinking that's the tracks and that's where I'm going. And, you know, I put my discipline and willpower into that direction um, by actually not getting there, the, the perceived or wanted success 
life is almost like show me back around yeah back all but all the other places they have come and as a result of that it's like oh wow i relate to my body now and i'm completely different and i can live with like 10 pounds more but i'm actually loving my body and that that is actually the real breakthrough and then the way can come down if that's your issue you know or if you know you can play that into into any direction of life but i do think uh, to widen our lens sometimes when we when we take those inventories of you know well it's not working for me or you know where's the growth is like well have you really looked at all aspects of yourself do you know maybe your your relationship to your friends have just absolutely grown you know maybe your friends have said like you know you're way more present with them well beautiful you know and then out of that you make start creating a business with one of your friends you know you, you life is just so full of possibilities in that way that it's very hard but obviously we are we are living in this physical realm and a lot of the times the physical realm just goes ahead you know with leans into that linear development so again i think it's just we have to have a lot of kindness as we start developing the perception of the the moyin qualities you know the spiralic growth the um finding the power within ourselves but also like looking at all like how really interwoven life is for us i think that's when we start seeing the changes because the effort is never lost it just shows somewhere where you're not looking mm. you just the perceptions when you're looking at one thing like it's like we're wearing the little the little things the horses wear, the little blinds, oh, whatever the they're called. The mm-hmm. My God, words aren't coming today. The little <laughs> horsey things, but we mm-hmm. pull them off and allow ourselves to see the bigger perspective. Like not we're yeah. allowing to see what is shifting and growing and evolving within us. Like uh, oh, like it's like one of my teachers would say, like the shaman is is not in the game of cure and they're in the game of healing. Like us, and it's just it's different. Like that way, so we're looking at the root causes beneath everything rather than just the sore head or the pain ass my mother's given me or whatever it might be that we're looking far deeper below that there so it's kind of like you're tending to your roots but you're looking at the top of the flower going why aren't you open yet but it's the, the roots are being sort of activated and rewound and fed and nurtured and in a very different way like so we're not seeing the full blossom but if we just keep going and keep working away going okay that's not open but like isn't it beautiful the way it is and now how can I tend to that little flower just as I see it at this minute in time versus digging it up and trying to figure out what else needs to be done with it, that everything will shift and change in its own way, in its own time. Like, yeah, it's lovely I watching think, that in people. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's, it's lovely it's, watching it's, it. And I think that is, that is really the privilege and also I think the responsibility of a teacher to, to, to see that, you know, to see the full potential of someone. You know, when somebody comes into my yoga classes, um, to not only see their physical progress, you know, their physical projection, uh, the, the, the quality of their breath work. But, you know, you, you look at students when they're coming in and you work with them over time and you, you, you see there is a different fire in their eyes. You know, there is, you know, they hold themselves differently and the community is different. You can, you can just see how they're growing into themselves more fully and and with that you know coming into their authentic uniqueness rather than having to try to be unique in a way um but yeah um i think that that sort of comes all the way around to that idea of if we think of ourselves we need fixing we our nervous system right away wants the quickest solution and that is perceived a linear way right um but if we start to see ourselves that we're not broken, that 
that you know, really what what shows up is is another unfolding of ourselves, an opportunity to release a handbrake, to discover a new room in this castle that we're living in, you know, rather than this one bedroom apartment opening. Whoa, I didn't actually know there was another room here, and there's another an expression of me, of me here. I think if we if we look look at all of us in that way, um, it opens up to looking at growth as well in a more in a, in a spiral way right because the pressure is off of us it's when our nervous system is under threat when we feel like we're broken hence our nervous system interprets that you're not going to survive so you need to survive you need to find a solution not the most beautiful not your most creative life not your most fulfilling life but just out of this situation that is linear growth you know so anytime when we crave and we all do it at times you know when we crave linear growth is anytime if you make your your top 10 and your to-do list and you fire it out you know you, you just know you're in that linear growth pattern um it's just to really the invitation is really to look at like what is it you're actually trying to fix and why is it that you think that needs fixing you know versus can you be with that experience and really listen in and and sort of become so intrigued and really distill the information out of out of that and and that's way more helpful and it takes the pressure off and then we're moving in our nervous system wise into a different response and then we're stepping into a creative thinking process rather than the the logical problem solving one which keeps us really in 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 one tight corner so i think it comes back to the we're not broken <laughs> yeah definitely not well like and sort of finishing on that note and begin to wrap up even though we could dive more into it um it would be i think for the listeners and those who sort of are intrigued about it or have are on their journey a long time or starting off into it, it may be nice for them to sort of just ponder what does healing mean to them? Mm-hmm. Do you know, like what do, what does it mean to me? And does that feel like it's an expansive? Do I feel open and you know it's inviting, it's an invitation to grow into myself, or does it feel like something that's looming over me and that I sort of hold myself back with or I nearly beat myself up with it but to see even the limits that they place on themselves on their healing journey possibly around that definite from that comes from that definition then like could be a nice place for them to sort of start with what do you think Silla? um yeah and I mean I think judgment is always a good one to start with Mm. (laughs) um to kind of go lie right in and to um one way that brings judgment up right quickly is if you think of all the different healing uh, modalities, what is really triggering you and what are your um, projections onto that, you know, um, I think that is, it's possibly jumping into the fire, but that mm-hmm. brings for sure up a good bit of information about, you know, whether it is, you know, you're always going into a fiery practice, but you really don't believe in, in yin yoga or whether, you know, you're doing only breath work and focusing on meditation and you would never dream of going into a physical practice you know um what is it and to look at these projections because to me they they give us insight of how we see Mm. the greater picture of ourselves yeah and um yeah and and just just notice noticing those projections but i think they're 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 potent um lastly maybe a good question potentially to ponder is if I'm thinking of the healing journey as coming home or growing into myself, what is it really that I'm depicting, depicting that I'm actually growing into, you know, can I hold that vision, you know, um, 
we go slightly into other topics than of self-worth and in the direction where we might not want to go necessarily into it but just spending some time with you with yourself and your idea of your sense of self and start to journal around you know how do you sense yourself and how do you you know what are those untapped potentials within you you know the ones that we're aware of but then also always leave room because we don't know what we don't know <laughs> so we don't know that there's a whole lot of other potentials stuck with our around us and within us um but just holding that space of you know what is it that i haven't tapped into and i think that's what i connect with healing journey you know it's like really an invitation to more of myself mm. Mm. beautiful beautiful so on that little note we give thanks to our listeners mm-hmm. and we look forward to connecting with you next week again and enjoy your week yeah thank you so much for listening and see you next time yes. thank you we'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB Dalman if you'd like to find out more about the podcast you can follow us on Instagram or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work you can check us out on our websites bbdalman.com and thethirstysoul.com 